Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. A series, once in a blue moon. <laughs> Keith McPherson on the fan. There is a blue moon out there. I don't know if you guys are into like astrology or the moon and energy shifts. I am. I feel it. The Mets were feeling it. The new moon came up around 9.37. 30 minutes later, less than 30 minutes later, the Mets walk it off. Aroldis Chapman. Boo, can't play in New York. The Mets defeat the Rangers in 10 innings, 6-5. to five, And they avoid the sweep of the Rangers. We'll talk about the Rangers, that whole roll call fiasco for sure. We'll talk about the Mets and Pete Alonso, I bet. I don't want to, but I know you want to. And yeah, the Yankees win 6-2 as well. Three wins in a row. You know, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to be happy about it. I put my Yankee hat on. I put my DJ LeMayu player tee on. Okay, DJ is back. Glaber Torres is playing at an all-star level. John Carlos Stanton, thank like, but like, it's too little, too late, man. It's too little, too late, man. But they're calling up the kids. Hooray! Yay! Yeah! All the kids go crazy. Ah! The kids! The kids are coming! Yeah. The kids are coming to the house of horrors that is Houston, Texas. <laughs> Trial by fire. Throw them right into the fire, just like they did with Volpe. Sucks, man. I can't escape the feeling of embarrassment, the feeling of the ALCS matchup from last year, right? This weekend coming up in Houston. I know we got one more game, getaway game. They'll probably mess around and lose that game. When they should sweep, they should win four in a row. Come on, get right. Like you just heard Marco say, he wishes the Yankees could play the Tigers every day. I mean, they played a bunch of other teams, measly teams like the Nationals, couldn't beat them. Um, but I'll take the win. I just can't escape the feeling of what this weekend is going to be like with the Houston, Te- uh, Houston Texans. <laughs> I wish they were playing the Houston Texans. With the Houston Astros, 
who are, don't look now, returning to form. You've heard me speak a lot about my disappointment in the Yankees this season from the offseason to the deadline to now because in baseball, there's so much parity that nobody wins back-to-back World Series. So in my little Yankee brain, I thought, this is our time in 2023. The boogeyman is out of the way. The Astros went and won the World Series. They lose Justin Verlander. Gurriel moves on. No way is Jeremy Pena going to be that good. Jose Altuve goes down in the World Baseball Classic. Jordan Alvarez is hurt. They were struggling for a little bit. Nope, they're uh, right back to form. And they're in first place. And, oh, they got Justin Verlander back. (laughs) You know, the kids will have to face Justin Verlander. This is the third time the Yankees have to... Good grief. Third time we got to see Justin Verlander in a season. Like he's, I don't want to, I don't want to see another start with Justin Verlander. I've seen plenty in my Yankee fan time, but I can't, can't shake the thought out of my head of them going to Houston and being swept and being laughed at by the Houston Astros fans. If you're on Yankees Twitter, you know there's a lot of stupid Houston Astros fans that love to interject and jump in the threads and replies and. Ah, yeah, they're going to have a good old time. They're going to have a good old time this weekend, but I just got to look at the positives. They were able to win three games in a row, not lose a series, win a series, their first road series since they beat the Oakland Athletics. Sad. The New York Yankees. It took them 10 series to win a series. Our national nightmare is over. The New York Yankees. There it is. <laughs> Nick at night, shout out to Nick Theodoro producing. I, I text Nick when I was coming in. I'm like, yo, we need a like kids yay sound for whenever I say we're we're bringing up the kids. Okay, so ready? Uh, the New York Yankees announced. <laughs> I don't know if you hey, hold it. up for a second. I just put it away. We got to get back. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll build it up. I'll build it up. I can't escape the thought that the New York Yankees heading into Houston this weekend. The first weekend in September, the last weekend that majority of the fans will even care because bum, 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 NFL starts. I can't escape the thought of the Martian, Jason Dominguez, and Chicken Parm, Austin Wells, coming up this weekend. The kids, let the kids play. The dream can become a nightmare. I mean, I'm happy for these kids. They're living their dream. I mean, the Martian is 20 years old. I feel like we've heard about this kid for the last four years, and now they're fast-tracking him to bring him up. Austin Wells, you heard me say chicken parm, Austin Wells, because he's credited with fixing Volpe's swing. They're good friends. And, I mean, I'd much rather see that young man behind the plate than Ben Rortvet. They need to go ahead and DFA him. You know, you guys saw the Spencer Howard move. That's another thing today. Oh, the Yankees released Spencer Howard from the 40-man roster. <laughs> that's that's one of the guys Cashman went to get at the deadline. I'm still not over Cashman doing nothing at the deadline, bros. You should have sold off. But your arrogance, your cockiness, your ignorance made you go out there and say, yeah, there was you know no deals to be made. We're in it to win it. You're in it to win what exactly? You did nothing at the deadline for a team that needed a ton of help. And if you were going to start looking to the future, you should have started 
on August 1st. But I know Cashman is the type that he's old school. He waits. The new school approach, like the Rangers, you know, they make a move for a Roldis Chapman <laughs> a month before the deadline. Even right here, Billy Epler and the Make It Happen Mets, they knew what they were doing. They waved the white flag five days before the deadline and said, hey, D-Rob, that's our big chip. We're giving him away for two kids. Nothing. We're open for business. But Brian Cashman wanted to wait and wait to make these buzzer beaters. And I think that's his old tactics of I'm Brian Cashman. I can shake down these other GMs with the clock ticking with hours left and tell them that we're going to do this and they're going to fold. And I don't think these young GMs are going for it anymore. So it blew up in his face. And now you have Harrison Bader on waivers. He's in a terrible slump. Does somebody want him for a defensive replacement? I don't even know. Does anybody want Josh Donaldson? I doubt it. We'll see. But uh, here's the Yankees letting go of Spencer Howard. You, you, you didn't even see him. You barely got to know him. He was added at the deadline, and they got him up out of here so that we can see Austin Wells and Jason Dominguez this weekend. Positive energy, folks. Maybe maybe the kids, you know, I like to think that the kids come in all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and excited, and that's good energy for the veterans like a John Carlos Stanton, like a DJ LeMayu to see. These kids that aren't taking it for granted at all, that are so happy to be in the show, being on the big stage. And, yeah, it's going to be a big stage. I guarantee you all of these Astro games uh, are sold out. They're all night games, 8-10 on Friday, 7-10 on Saturday, 7-10 on Sunday, and it's Sunday night baseball. Jeez, the whole world, or the whole baseball world, which not even like, you know, now at this point with the Yankees being out of it, shouldn't be that many eyes on that. But the baseball world, half of the baseball world, will be watching the defending world champs in an ALCS rematch against the last place New York Yankees who have called the kids up. And uh, I just can't shake the feeling of this is going to be embarrassing and it's not going to be fun, and this is probably, like, it's it's Labor Day weekend. This is probably the last weekend that a lot of people will really care, and then the NFL is king. We are on to the NFL. I heard a lot of back and forth, you know, from this Hard Knocks episode. I was on last night during Hard Knocks airing 24 hours ago, so I went home and watched it, and uh, I love it. I like it a lot, but I also was a TV major in college, and I understand that this whole thing is heavily produced. You know, not just the woke up this morning with a cold look in your eyes. I thought that was hard. I thought that was tough. I was like, wow. I mean, HBO has the rights to do that, and they flipped that. And for me, it hit being a Jersey guy that drives in North Jersey and sees all of those landmarks, all of those roads and bridges and signs. That was sick. And then, you know, the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Last night on my show, I played the clip of Aaron Rodgers and Jihad Ward going back and forth. I think we kind of blew it up here at WFAN. We tend to do that. I, I, it plays, though. It gets people to call. It works on social media. We, we blow up every episode of Hard Knocks as if this stuff is not filmed for hours upon hours upon hours to create one hour of a movie-like episode. That is very, you know, played up and dramatized and produced. I, that's all I can say. It's heavily produced. So however they want to paint Aaron Rodgers and whatever you want to think about Aaron Rodgers, I, I love it. I think the guy has come in here and he has shut up all of his critics. All the people that said he was a diva, he was a cancer, he didn't care about his teammates. 
uh, Romeo Dobbs saying, yeah, I never connected with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, dummy, because he was on his way out. What's the point of connecting with you for a year, rookie? Now it's different over here with the Jets. He's connected, I think, with every teammate. And he said this isn't a one-year thing. It's a two-year thing. I have no problem with Aaron Rodgers signing autographs and acknowledging his fans and playing into it. He's Aaron Rodgers. You don't know who he is? He doesn't know who you are, but I love that. I love the competition, you know. When I hear guys talking about the on-field, mic'd-up stuff, I always want to know if you've been in the trenches. I always want to know if you've stepped between those lines. That got me so fired up for football because those little things you don't hear when you're watching the game on Sunday and you got to listen to Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Um, or I don't think Tony Romo's with Jim Nance. Is he with, who's, who else is, is it with Tony Romo on CBS? Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Or, or Iron Eagle or... Uh, whoever it is, you know, you, you're listening to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman call the game. You don't get to see those little things. And, man, even though it was preseason, Aaron Rodgers knows what he's doing. This guy has leaned into everything New York since he's been here. He went to the Taylor Swift concert in Jet Life Stadium, called it Jet Life Stadium. This guy went to the Tony Awards, red carpet. He's probably seen every Broadway show. He went to the Rangers playoff game. He went to the Knicks playoff game. He's no fool. He's been at this a long time. He knows this is the media epicenter. This is the mecca of media. There's all eyes on him. You think he doesn't realize he's mic'd up and everybody's going to see every interaction? So in a in a playoff or in a preseason or playoff game, if you know you're mic'd up and you let go of the ball, you drop the ball off to McCole Hartman, and then you backpedal five steps after releasing the ball, and a guy throws a little flipper at you, you're not going to let that slide. He's punking you. He's testing you. He's checking your manhood. And being the leader in the face of the franchise, you can't let that slide. I liked all of that. We'll talk about it tonight. But I think here at WFAN, we we lean way too much into, oh, is, is Rob Sala a beta and Aaron Rodgers is an alpha from that scene on Hard Like, bro, they've been filming for hours and for weeks, and they just cut it up to deliver you a compelling hour on HBO. And I think we've all enjoyed it. And to think about all the talk about the Jets not wanting to do it, I think they have been perfect for it. But I understand the Giants fans, you know. Morass and Loogie on uh, Carton and Roberts today, excuse me, uh, Evan and Tiki today. They had heavy Giants energy. I was glad EJ was on. What you hating for? What you so scared of? This town ain't big enough for the both of us. I feel like the Giants fans, who are obviously big brother, not all of you, but there's a pocket of Giants fans that don't want to see the Jets shine. And they're shining right now. While everybody's 0-0. While there are no games on. While it doesn't count, like, they're shining right now. They're talked about on every single national show, anywhere you go. Everybody's trying to guess what the Jets are going to be or not be. And it seems like there's a pocket of Giants fans that are waiting for them to fail. It seems like there's a pocket of Giants fans that think that they can't finish with a better record than, than the Giants. There's a pocket of Giants fans that are stuck on last year saying, we're the team that won a playoff game. Okay. What if this year you don't make the playoffs in their team that wins a playoff game? Like, we don't know, but I love the fact that they will face off in week eight. The buildup to that started this past Saturday, 877-337-6666. Good for the Mets tonight. Good for the Mets tonight. Make it happen, Mets. Don't get swept. You're not playing for anything but pride, so play 
for pride. The Texas Rangers roll in here after losing 9 of 10. Coincidentally enough, and shout out to Milton and Tina and Chico and Balls and Ball Vinny and all the creatures, young and old, because I know none of us like seeing them in Globe Life Park do a roll call for the Rangers. But the way that baseball works, the baseball guys, they, they work in mysterious ways. After that, the Rangers go on to lose 9 out of 10. Do your own stuff. Come up with your own traditions. That's our thing. 203, 39. Like, do do your own stuff in Texas. What we do in the Bronx is for us. I, I love the fact that they went on a little bit of a skid when their fans started jacking Yankee fans. But it is what it is. The Mets go out there tonight after they lost, a, you know, two close games, the first two games in the series, after Quintana held it down. They go out there tonight and they battle. They, they start early. The make-it-happen Mets, three in the second inning. And then late in the game, they tag on two. And then it's tied. You go to the ninth. You go to the tenth. And then you get what you want, a win, to avoid the sweep. And you're looking at guys in this lineup. Nimmo with two hits. Lindor with a hit. McNeil with a hit. Alonzo with a hit. Vogelback with a hit, a homer, a RBI, a walk. DJ Stewart, former Yankee killer. He's doing it. He's doing it for the fam. He's doing it for his career. Two hits, four RBI night, and the win. Stay tuned for my Casamigos big shot of the night. We'll get to it after the 11 o'clock hour. Other than that, man, there's plenty of news, things going around, little things to sprinkle in. Uh, I saw that Jalen Hyatt switched to number 13. They took the jersey right off of David Sills' back, passed it to him. But everybody, of course, is still thinking of Odell Beckham Jr. I think it's smart. Why? Because there's still a ton of Giants fans that are going to pull up to Giants Stadium wearing number 13 jerseys. You can't see the back of the jersey. You feel like they're wearing your jersey. I think it's smart because it's a faster number than 84. You look quicker in 13. You run by guys faster in 13. And he definitely wants all of Odell's rookie records and all of Odell's early success and fame and all of that. He wants to be... The new Odell. He said he's making his own legacy in it, but I think he 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 wants to live in that. That's an SEC receiver following another SEC receiver in New York wearing that one three. I think that uh, Jalen Hyatt wants to be the new OBJ, and I, I'm not hating on it. I'm not hating on it. He can break open the game like that, throw him some slants, throw him some deep balls. What other story did I have to put out there? It's not something I really want to talk about, but Wander Franco is is cooked. He's a wrap. And uh, <laughs> the Rays paid the wrong guy. Of course, they invest. The, the one time you see them make a big deal, a 10-year deal, a, a deal to pay a guy over $100 million, which they never really do, they pick this guy, Wander Franco, and he's in trouble. And it's nasty work, man. It's nasty work. You know, if you hadn't heard... There were allegations of him having relations with a 14-year-old girl, a minor. I've spoken about this uh, before on WFAN. Well, now that the Dominican Republic are investigating, they found another. There was already two. They found another person or another young person, young woman, uh, who came forward with a complaint. Uh, Another underage girl that Wanda Franco had been with. So now there are three allegations that they're investigating and looking into this guy might not ever play baseball again and if he's guilty of this nasty work he shouldn't 
play baseball again. He should be behind bars. I I don't get all of that. You're a millionaire baseball player. You're a phenom. This is a showboat. This is a guy that got paid, I think, $180 million. And that's what you do? You just threw away your career like that? Nasty business. But other than that, man, we'll have the Pete Alonzo conversation if you like. Uh, I did see it come across today that several Mets players plan to privately meet with Steve Cohen to appeal for the team to keep Pete Alonzo. Why do they have to do that? You'll stand up for Pete against the owner, but you won't stand up against opposing pitchers and opposing teams that throw at him every week. But you'll go to Uncle Stevie because we love Pete. You got to keep him. They got to pay him. Go campaign to Moneybag Co. to run the bag to Pete Alonzo and uh, keep this homegrown Met in, in, in Queens. I, just, I think we've wasted a ton of time on that conversation. It makes no sense to me that it has snowballed, but I, it does make sense. We, we have added to it here at WFAN. The way that uh, some of our hosts have talked about it and speculated, you know, that's how uh, things snowball and things grow. But other than that, man, we'll talk Yankees, the kids coming up, Mets, as the Mets avoid the sweep and this Pete Alonzo nonsense is still looming about a trade in the offseason. We're months away from that even being possible. It is what it is. Oh, and the last thing I wanted to sprinkle in. I was hoping Garrett Cole had a no-hitter perfect game game tonight. I tweeted it. I talked about it last night. But really, that's wishful thinking because the Cy Young is not a guaranteed lock for him. And if you're a Yankee fan like I'm a Yankee fan, you know the baseball writers of America, they don't love us. They don't want to add any more trophies to our trophy case. Boone should have won manager of the year. And Duhar arguably could have won rookie of the year. Gary could have won rookie of the year. Matsui could have, like, we can run through the line of awards that should have been handed over to Yankees, but they don't love us. It's neck and neck with Luis Castillo and Garrett Cole. And then tonight, uh, you know, Cole gave up a couple homers. His ERA is 2.95. Don't look now, but Sonny Gray lowered his ERA to an AL best 2.92. So I think it's between those three for the Cy Young. We got nothing to root for this year. I'm rooting for Garrett Cole to win the American League Cy Young after starting the All-Star game and having a pretty decent year, pretty good year, despite the mess that the Yankees have been. 877-337-6666. I'll sprinkle in some NFL stories. Tua not coming to a long-term agreement with the Dolphins. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. And his situation with the Colts, I'll, I'll sprinkle in stories throughout the night. You know how we do this. We're going to talk sports. If you're staying up, I'm on until 2 a.m. My name's Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Can't wait to talk to you. Call me up, and we'll get into it right after this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. 
Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.